0: Hello everyone, it's me, your boy D, and I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. Um, I hope everyone is having a glorious night. I hope everyone had a good day today. I actually did have a good day today. It was busy, but I had a good day. Um, If you're listening to me in Texas, I've been praying for you. If you're listening to the Middle East, I've been praying for you. Um, This weather is just crazy, you know. You know, I mean, some of these places haven't seen snow in ages. Although this was prophesied, there's some internet prophets, you know, who who did prophesize a lot of this stuff, and is now coming to pass. And I might do a video on that since I want to talk about religion right now. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, but I really want to talk about religion and politics, and do they mix? Should they mix? At this election, religion was at the forefront because a lot of evangelicals it's no secret. Trump's base, a lot of Donald Trump's base was evangelical Christians who are mostly white and and actually a lot of Hispanics voted for Donald Trump too. A lot of Hispanic evangelicals voted for Donald Trump too. Biden was supported as usual by you know a lot of black Christians. But even that was kind of, you know, it wasn't as high as it usually would be. And, you know, I just want to delve into that and my opinions on that. I think, but first, let me just talk about what I've noticed in a lot of religion circles. Um, there's a YouTuber named Wrestling KD, who was a, a Christian hip hop um, artist. And sometimes he he gives his opinion on Christianity and the stuff in Christian pop culture. And he invites people on to give their opinions. If I was you, I would really go check it out. Check his um, channel out. Now he does, he does um, give his opinions. He's he's like me. He's independent. He doesn't like neither party, but I notice he does criticize the right more than the left. But he, at least he's willing, he has been willing to talk to Donald Trump supporters who are, you know, Christian and know they're not all whites. Some of them are Black, and they've been on there, and they've gone to little chats here and there. Um, but I did catch an episode on Sunday where he was talking to this woman named God is Gray. That's the name of her channel. And she she is part of the progressive Christian movement. She um, criticizes purity culture. She is very LGBT friendly. Um, she even talks about open marriages and what the what the um the Bible says about that and her opinions on that. And from watching that episode, first of all, I want to say it was a really good episode. It was a really good discussion. They didn't dis- they even though they disagreed, he did not disrespect her, and she did not disrespect him. And you know, I, I, that's what I really liked about it because that just seems so lacking nowadays where people just cannot speak on public platforms anymore. Without cursing each other out, wishing harm on each other. So, you know, wrestling, if you're listening to that, good job, my my G, good job. But I will say, listening to that, I, I noticed the breakthrough from a breakthrough in Christianity that's also mirrored in politics as well. Progressive Christianity is on the rise. And you know, and and that's caused a big stir between somewhat fundamentalist Christians, who you know also have big platforms on YouTube as well, and even some people like Rustlin, who, while not a fundamentalist, does think does feel like some of this progressive Christianity is leading into lukewarm territory. And I, and, and truth be told, I do agree with that point also because if you listen to the to the um, discussion between God is great and rustling It does come off a little lukewarm But I also noticed some other things as well What I noticed is The reason God is great and other progressive Christians Who also make videos on YouTube are so popular is Because they attract people who do love God Who want to love God Who want to know God but, you know, they don't feel comfortable with the old way of things. They feel like the older the older way of things excludes people. You know, they put a lot of feelings and emotions into this. And, you know, they, they really do believe that, you know, that fire and brimstone message that our, grand, our grandparents grew up listening to is the wrong approach. And if you go on God is Gray YouTube channel, just read her comments. You will see that. I think some people, you know, because I saw this one guy, I forgot his name, and he did a critique of her and he was making it seem like all her followers are just sex perverts who have just wild orgies and drugs and, and, you know, sleep with children. And that's not the case. And I think stuff like that is why she's also popular as well. Because if you actually, when I listen to her ideas and her opinions, That's not the case at all. She just wants to have an open conversation about it. And I think that's what a lot of the older Christianity um, preachers and pastors did not do. They just cut the conversation off by saying, no, I believe this. The Bible says this and that's it. And sometimes that is appropriate to do. Sometimes some things are just black and white. However, there are certain things that should Be delved into, and that's why God is great, and that progressive Christianity is on the rise. And I also want to talk about LGBT Christians as well. Now, there's a there is a um artist. Well, really, I know her from being a pop culture analyst, Grace Semler, and you know, usually she um works with Vice or Refinery and. She delves into different topics. And recently I saw a video where she delved into the contemporary Christian music industry. And she was talking to people who work in that industry who have kind of stepped back because they feel like the industry is hypocritical and they have problems with it as well. And from watching that, and it was really good, even though I disagree with some of Grace's politics, but it was a really good video. And the one thing that stuck out to me was, a lot of these people who are in this industry, it seems like they do want to straddle the fence where they want to be seen as cool, but they want to love God or 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 you know critique others who don't live the way they want to. They think a Christian should live, and I'm sorry, that's some BS. You know, I listen to some of these Christian. I've never really been in, into the contemporary Christian um, music scene cuz I'm you know it seems like some of these people just you know the, their whole stick is being a Christian but none of the songs have God in it. I mean, some of the songs are very positive, but that does not make it Christian. It just makes it positive. <clears throat> Truth be told, I think the best Christian music out there is from artists who are not who didn't live Christian lifestyles but have gospel songs, especially from back in the day. I learned more from listening to Whitney Houston's The Preacher's Wife soundtrack, which is the best-selling gospel CD of all time to this day. I learned more about God from listening to that soundtrack than I did sitting in the church or listening to a pastor. <clears throat> and, you know, Whitney Houston, you know, loved her to dearly. And she did love the Lord, but she did not live a Christian lifestyle. Um, one of my grandmother's favorite gospel songs is the Elvis Presley song. Elvis didn't live a, a Christian lifestyle either, but you know way. If you ever go on YouTube and listen to Elvis sing them gospel songs, yeah, I can feel it that at least he respected God, at least he loved God. You know, when I was in high school, Carrie Underwood had a song called Something in the Water. I still listen to that song to this day. When I'm feeling down or out, that song got me through a lot. Again, but these people, are, I would not consider these people Christian artists, However, they had songs dedicated to the Lord and it sounded good and you believed them. When I listen to some of these quote unquote Christian rappers or Christian pop stars or, you know, I just I I just don't feel that because I just it it just seems that they just get that's their stick, that they don't believe it. But, you know, I may make another video about that as well. But Grace Semler, you know, she she released a, 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 a album and you know, it, she put it under Christian and it went number one on the Christian charts. And it's about LGBT themes. There's a lot of LGBT themes on the album. And you know, I saw a bunch of videos on YouTube of how dare she and what is the church coming to and this is why God is punishing the US and lukewarmness. But, you know, when you listen to the album, the album is not the album is basically her questioning, you know, the church, you know, how, you know, her father didn't accept her and, you know, how she did have questions about being attracted to women and people just threw her aside and called her names and it made her question, does God exist? Does God really love? You know, can she love God? And you know I think those questions do need to be asked. They do. And you know some of these people critiquing her, I'm just like that is that is the reason why you know there's so much there's so much distrust in the Christian community and the church itself. And, you know, that's where God is Gray comes up. Because there is a gray line when it comes to some of this stuff. For instance, most of God is gray audience, from reading the comments, I notice are people who are gay or lesbian or bisexual, but they don't act on it. They have attractions, but they don't act on it because they dedicate themselves to God. I've met people who are gay and Catholic, and they do not act on it. They love the Lord more than they love their, their earthly feelings or their, you know, sexual desires. And for a long time, a lot of these people feel that they have no one to talk to, no one to trust. And that's where God is great comes in because she actually understands these people. She actually talks to these people. I've seen, you know, a lot a lot of her audience, also women who grew up in purity culture, who you know had no idea about sex had questions but were told to be quiet were only taught you know just be a virgin and you know and that destroyed a lot of those women's lives some of these women said they don't know how to date they don't know how to interact with some boys they get awkward you know they feel unloved sometimes and you know they just got married just to have sex and found out they didn't love this person but they didn't have a child with them cuz they got pregnant the first time they ever had sex Again, that's why God is great, and progressive Christianity is on the rise. Because again, a lot of these fundamentalists will cut that conversation off. And I think that's wrong. Now, Now, some of this progressive Christianity is a little lukewarm. Some of these, I've seen some of these progressive Christians act like hell isn't real or act like, you know, The end times just just would never happen. And and that's just some, again, that that also some BS. You know, if you read the Bible, the end times will happen. Now, I don't know when. Some people say it's here right now. I don't know. The Bible said no man knows the hour or the time. Not even Christ knows that. But it's real. Hell is real. Demons are real. Evil is real. And I think that's where the progressive Christian Christianity loses some other people because they deny that part of it. And it is, a lot of it is emotional based. And I'm saying all this to say this mirrors the political side as well. It, where you have Christian, you know, where you have Christians from all walks of life who ran out and voted in record numbers on all sides. And you know, I saw a bunch of hypocrisy on all sides. Some of these evangelicals who supported Trump because of abortion and LGBT agendas, which, you know, we can talk about that. Some of them made good points. However, you know, they, they, they just seem to forget that Donald Trump, for the most part, was a gay-friendly president. I mean, a lot of gay men supported Donald Trump. So, you know, you can't say Biden gonna push the LGBT agenda but not see that, you know, a lot of lesbians, gays, and bisexuals have gone to Donald Trump as well. You know, I mean, Franklin Graham, you know, will make comments saying Biden is hiring all these LGBT people and Trump has hired them as well. You you, you know... Everything, you know, again, you know, abortion this, abortion that. And again, again, we can talk about that because, you know, some of these abortion laws have gone past sensible. But, you know, when someone hits them with, you know, Trump's policies concerning immigrant children, a lot of these evangelicals don't know what to say. And yes, Obama had some of these same policies, but if you if your whole premise is protect the children, then you gotta be prepared to respond to what the other side is saying. <clears throat> now, that's for the evangelicals who support Trump. Now, some of these Christians in the black community who support, and for the record, I'm black myself, so if anyone ever Tries to come at me and say, you shouldn't be speaking on that. I'll speak on whatever I want to speak on Thank you very much But some of these Blacks Some of these Black Christians who support Biden I've seen a lot of hypocrisy With them as well I saw someone say I've literally seen people say They're not voting for Trump Because Trump wants to decriminalize Homosexuality and Africa and Asia. But you know, you bring up, you know, the fact that Biden, you know, has signed wants to sign legislation that lets transgender athletes go into girls' locker rooms and compete in girls' sports. All of a sudden this person again is at lost lost their words. I've seen people, you know, talk about, well, Biden, Biden may not be a perfect Christian and stuff. But but you know, at least he's never said nothing racist. And then if someone brings up what Biden said back in the 70s, which was racist, again, nothing no words to say. Nothing. Some of these, you know, Christian hip hop artists like LeCrae have been criticized for um a campaigning for Joe Biden, campaigning for Reverend Warnock. Both you know both of these candidates, you know Reverend Warnock is a pro-choice pastor, which for some people feel like is an oxymoron and you know when the craze when the craze questioned on that, you know he says, well I don't I disagree with that, but you know that's not the only thing I'm voting for and i I will respect that I would, but you've also gave, Statements where you don't, where you condone, you don't condone abortion I've seen Lecrae say, you know, he believes abortion should be abolished But you're campaigning for someone who wants to push more abortion laws That made no sense And you know, when people question you about it, you get upset No, people have a right to question it because you're being inconsistent and so, looking at this whole situation, I really see that politics has become so tribal that I really do think people on both sides worship politics more than they worship God. I really do feel that way. Just like in the, in the religious community, how everything's just skewed and, Everything is hypocritical, and rules are just changing based on the person you support. That's how it is in the political arena, and you know, a button and it's left a whole bunch of people in the middle who feel like they don't know where to go. They don't like none of it. I'm seeing people say they've, you know, they've gotten more from listening to some of these prophetic you know preachers on youtube who just make videos in their kitchen than they have in church i'm seeing people who say you know they don't like that some people say well politics and religion should not mix but yet instead a pastor will preach about supporting trump or supporting biden based on that pastor's own opinions I'm seeing people say they don't even like going to gospel concerts no more because it's all about politics. But yet and still, the person they want, they want the congregation support has policies that own pastor has come out against. It makes no sense. And, and, you know, that's that's and that's maybe that's why growing up I never really felt comfortable in the church. I my I was I've always been raised in a Baptist church, but I've always felt uncomfortable in church. I did not like going to Sunday school. I definitely did not like stand for service. I did not, you know, people used to say I was a mean person in ch- in church because I really didn't talk to nobody. But some of them kids growing up, I didn't want to talk to them because I thought they were hypocritical. And again I got more I learned more about God from listening to Whitney Houston the preacher's wife than I did sitting in the sanctuary. The church that I grew up in the ones that my mother well, my mother and my grandmother still go to, I don't go to that church no more. Every time I walk in I don't feel nothing spiritual about it, but the pastor does talk about politics. I mean, lean up 2020, 2020 election, that's all anybody would talk about. Give a word about vote for Biden, vote for Democrat, vote Democrat all down ballot. But then in the next sentence, we'll sit around here then and preach against everything the Democrats want to push. And that is hypocrisy. It made no sense to me. It made no sense that, you know, people say, you. I've heard deacons deacons in that church say, you know, we shouldn't talk about politics. But then spend the whole the whole um, Sunday school message talking about Trump. Again, it made no sense. It didn't. And you know, I just find that people on both sides, just like with progressive Christians, seem to spend so much time talking about Biden Trump politics, but they don't preach the word they don't talk to people about God anymore over these past 4 years I've seen less talk about God and more talk about agendas and politics and all that and again we can't talk we can talk about that but just be honest just be fair you know just say I'm voting for this person because they're a democrat I know they have stuff I don't support but I'm just voting for them just based on this just say that and vice versa, if you vote for a Republican. But I just, you know, I wish we could get back to God. Get back to teaching people about, you know, the end times. Start asking people questions that, you know, a lot of these fundamentalists won't delve into, but these progressive Christians will. And even to reach out and talk to the progressive Christians and that's another thing in politics, people don't wanna reach out to the other side. Everyone's so scared of the other side. The You know, the left thinks the right is gonna um, put them all in cages and the right thinks the left is gonna impose um, anti-religious freedom laws on them. And no one wants to talk to each other no more. And you know what? Uh, you know, I used to think that both that one side was evil than the other until I you know I really did go on some people who I disagree with publicly, well, politically, I'm sorry politically. I went on their Instagram and I went through their comments and I saw people who felt the way I did that while they didn't agree with this person, there was some stuff they did agree or they saw their point, and I think they were tired of the they were tired. Tired of the division. I think there are, I think a lot of us, there's more people who are tired of divisions than people who are for one side always or the other side always. However, social media just makes it hard for that to come out. And just like in the Christian community, there are people who, you know, don't think everything is doom and gloom. However, they do think that, you know, people need to turn to God right now. There are people who do think, you know, gay marriage is wrong, but they don't think gay people are evil. There are people who do think that, you know, abortion is wrong. However, they cannot force people to have the baby. But at the same time, they just ask that people... Respect religious freedom And that if a doctor does not want to Do it for religious reasons That is that is Allowed But see no one wants to talk, talk about stuff like that No one wants to venture into that area Truth be told Truth be told my theory is It's a lot of money being made From everyone being divided And at each other's throats There's a lot of people being boistered up on both sides by everyone being at each other's throats. And it's not just in Christianity and Islam. It's progressive Islam. And I've seen some of their videos as well. And I've seen some fundamental fundamentalist Muslims who talk about the progressive is uh, to progressive Muslims. And there's been a debate about that. The ex Muslim movement is also rising, especially in great Britain. A lot of LGBT um, people have walked away from Islam because of that. Cause they feel like Islam hates them. And you know, it, again, it just mirrors Christianity except for it's just on the other side and even in Judaism as well, I notice a lot of the Abraham religions are going through, <clears throat> a lot of the Abraham religions are going through, how can I put, a testament, a testing, I'll say that. That is they seem that everyone is trying to see which form of their religion will stand. Truth be told, a part of me thinks all of it will just fall I do. However, I do think in order for that to not come to pass, people just need to talk to each other and not cancel each other. Stop letting others, whether that be the preacher, the rabbi, the imam, the talking person on TV, a politician, a celebrity, stop letting people speak for them. And I really think that's the worst part about it is that people don't even know that they can form their own opinion and that's okay. And as as the as this keeps going, it'll just I'm just curious how all of this will go. The 2020 election, just like I said, previously changed American politics forever. I mean it really has How some people Voted historically has been changed Forever However Did it change For the good or did it change for the bad That's what I have for um, uh, That's what I have a question for when I'm discussing Politics For religion the 2020 Election also changed A lot of things as well when people talk about religion, it has changed. The fear of God and how people perceive God in the Bible has changed as well, and I'm just curious how that's gonna look going forward. But that was that's all I wanted to say for the night. Um, that's just been on my mind, and you know, I'm I'm curious to see what you all feel. So just message me or, you know, shout me out and I'll see it. And as always, this is your boy D. And I hope you enjoyed that nice piping hot tea. And have a blessed night, everybody.